Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I am your host, Wanda Howard. And in our last episode, we talked all about what it's like to be a stepmom. And I had Marley Jacks on the show, incredible entrepreneur, incredible in the YouTube world. Definitely go check her out. Go check out our last episode if you want to know more about how she, what traditions she used, what things she did to be able to cultivate a good relationship with her and her kids. Um, but what we're going to be talking about today is toxic relationships. This is a subject that is near and dear to my heart because we all come in contact with them and I have had a plethora of toxic relationships and experience of how to get out of it and what does that mean and how do you identify those things. And so we're going to dive into that a little bit today. And with me, I have my daughter. And so Emery, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Emery. Of course, mom already said that. So yeah. Um, and I am, I am one in a million to be here. So yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here. Um, but we do need to remember to talk up so that we make sure they can hear us. Cause I don't know how soft you can be. Okay. Um, yeah, but so we're going to jump back in time a little bit to my dating years. And then we're going to talk about how I was able to help our kids be able to identify toxic relationships, what that looks like, and just the difference, being able to see the difference between somebody that was raised in a lot of toxic relationships and somebody now that you don't have to keep passing that um, generational curse down and how to help them. So um, when me and my husband were dating, I we went on an amazing date, with a group date with a whole bunch of, of his friends. And we went out skeet shooting and we went back to his parents' house for homemade ice cream. Um, And it was just a lot of fun. But I was so nervous. I kept missing all the targets. I couldn't hit one clay pigeon. I was just a nervous wreck. And I kept fumbling on my words um, with the homemade ice cream. I kept spilling everywhere. And he didn't ever seem to notice. He didn't ever belittle me. He didn't ever degrade me. he was teasing, but it wasn't this mocking kind of tease. He never put me down for the way I was acting or behaving or my mistakes, or it was just an experience that I was not comfortable with at all. I, I got off of that date and I was so, so mad because I, I didn't know how to act. I didn't know how to respond. I was so used to me making a mistake and getting just belittled for it, the hardcore, just name calling. And that when that didn't happen, I didn't know what I was supposed to do next. And I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncertain. It just, it was not a a normal situation for me to be in. And I didn't know how to respond. And that made me mad that I didn't know how to respond. So I was determined and sure that I would never go on a date with Kelby again. That's my husband now. So obviously I did. It worked out. And that's a whole nother story that we'll have to share another time. But um, as, as I went through life, 
And I started noticing that I had surrounded myself with so many toxic relationships. It was really frustrating in the beginning because all of there was good relationships in there too. And all of them were that same kind of uneasy. I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't know how to respond. I wasn't, it wasn't my normal. And I wasn't sure which one was the bad one. Was it the one that I knew how to respond? I knew how to make quick comebacks and, or was it the ones that I preferred the way that they treated me? I wanted to be treated that way, but I didn't feel like I deserved to be treated that way. Um, so as I went through my healing and starting eliminating relationships in my life, it was so painful. These relationships are real people. They're real, like they're human beings with hopes and desires and they try their hardest. And, and I hate cancel culture. And so I, there was so many just beliefs and thoughts going on inside of me of, I, I didn't want to just be throwing out all of this worth, all of these people, because there was hard times. I wanted to make sure that um, we did our part to make things work, that I I wanted to surround myself with people, though, that saw my worth, that when I had an issue, when I had a problem, when I was hurting, when I wasn't comfortable with something, I could say it and they would respect that instead of make me feel less for having my own feelings and emotions. So then um, fast forward to now, we have four amazing kids and I wanted to make sure that they had what they needed to be able to identify toxic relationships in their life and to be able to know how to handle them, what to do with them, how, um, just how to feel confident in their own skin when people weren't treating them right and how to identify if it was actually if they were being treated right or not. So there's so many angles that we could go into this. So I'm just going to have Emery share with you one of her experiences and how we kind of handled that, what we did. There's the principles of this are all broken down in my blueprint. I I go deep into these principles and what they mean and how to teach them to your kids. And the very basic outline for all of it is in my free blueprint. So you can definitely go and download that it's on wandahoward.com. So you can print that off, look it up, whatever you want. And then you can kind of follow along as we go through the rest of this episode and, and try to see where these principles apply um, or just print it off so that you can have it for yourself. So you can start seeing the different principles that maybe need strengthening in your life or for your kids. So Emery, tell us a little bit about your experience when you were in First grade or was it kindergarten? Kindergarten. It was kindergarten. Okay. Or over here a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so uh we so there was this boy in um public school that kept beating me up so bad. Sometimes sometimes physically, but mostly emotionally. So I I came home pretty much every day bawling and Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I uh it was really hard for me and I'm like, what do I do, mom? Yeah. So that was so sad because as a new mom, mama bear comes out and I wanted to just I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was so mad that somebody could treat my little girl so harsh. But at the same time, I knew very well what it was like to be 
um, to know the people that were bullying, to know what bullies are going through themselves. And so um, I wasn't sure how to teach this. I was just barely feeling like I was getting to the point of being able to recognize it in my own life. And so we started doing some research. We started trying to figure out um, a few things based, again, on those principles in the blueprint, basically being able to identify what would work for Emery. Because there was a few ideas of just ignore them or stand up for yourself or uh, what was some other ones? Like come back with a funny joke or something. Anyways, there was different ideas that we, nothing really clicked for Emery. Nothing was like, it, it felt more intimidating, more hard, more uh, vulnerable. And she wasn't sure if she could do it. So what was, what was the thing that we identified and decided to try and do? Um, we decided to just say thank you after they said something mean and yeah, so that was, that was pretty fun to see the reactions of that. Yeah. And it was, it was both nerve wracking and exciting because I was so proud of her for having a plan, being able to come up with something, being able to see the value in it, because at first that was kind of hard to think of telling somebody that's being mean to you, thank you, right? Yeah. But when it was all about, um, not about the actual being grateful that they're saying terrible and mean things, but about the being able to stop what was happening, being able to not give them what they're wanting. As soon as we realized, and you realized, bullies want to get a reaction. And it's usually more of a, a sad reaction of, to help them feel more powerful. Yeah. And so when you said thank you, what did he do? Uh, so it was a different kid, but um, he told me my hair smelled like cow poop. So I said, thank you. And he just backed up to the end of the line because we were all drinking water. So he just backed up to where he was to the end of the line and just was like weird. And he, he was like, like, I'll try that with another kid. <laughs> so it was, it was funny. Yeah. yeah, that was, it was so fun too, to see you come home from school and bouncy hair and coming up. The, and you were so excited to tell me how much he didn't know what to say. And his mouth opened wide and he just backed away. And, and you felt so empowered because you finally had a game plan and a way to address a toxic relationship because it was a friend of someone in your class and they have small classes. So um, that actually, it kept growing and ricocheting because Emery felt more and more confident after that to be able to dress other people. And when people were mean to other people and other kids, she was able to stand up for them. And I had um, her teacher tell me a few times, several different teachers say, don't let Emery miss school because <laughs> all the bullies behave when she's in school and they just listen. And I thought that was so interesting because um, she was just this normal kid who knew how to hold herself. She had a game plan and she knew her worth and just that knowledge of being able to know how to address bullies really helped her. And so with that, that is a toxic relationship. We might not think our kids um, maybe are facing toxic relationships when they're little, but anytime we're interacting with another human, 
anytime that we have to deal with those tough emotional um, bonds that happen between human connection, that can be a toxic relationship if they are using the opportunity, that opportunity they have to interact with you, to bring you down, to make you feel little. And so what would you say, Emery, is the very first thing for kids to know of how to not let toxic relationships into your life? Um, well, if it's like with bullies, then maybe try that um thank you thing out. But uh let's see. So I don't know. Um notice who and where um mostly where the toxic relationship is coming from and then um talk with your parents and say this kid this time at this place they usually say this thing or make fun of me or push me down um and I don't know what to do so find out what works for you definitely but yeah, your comfort zone. <laughs> so. so many good things right there. I'm so proud of you. So we have not planned this or prepared any of this beforehand. Um, so these were all her answers. And I want to kind of pull apart a little bit some of the amazing uh, accuracies in that. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Advice. There we go. Yeah. Um, so she said to pick a time. like. Sometimes our kids are being bombarded with different things going on and being bombarded with all of the different stuff going on. So if you you can tell your kids down or hurting and they don't want to talk about it, it might just be because they don't know how to talk about it. There's so many different things happening that it's overwhelming. So ask them to just pick one scenario. Like, okay, what's one thing that went wrong today? What's one hard thing that's going in your mind right now? What's Anyways, pinpoint it down to one thing and then to one person and then to one phrase and just help them get out of the mess and the overwhelm of, that they might be feeling and start to identify that one thing. Um, so that's that's kind of with bullies. And then what about when it's somebody really close to you, Emery? What if it's a dear friend or a family member or how do you deal with? Like, do you feel like a bad person when you stand up for yourself? Um, no, but sometimes I do feel a little shy. There was one experience where, um, where my aunt and uncle, uncle were um playing with me, and um, they they play with me hard core so I was feeling pretty hurt that they took my scarf because I was like tying them up playing pretend but then they took my scarf so I couldn't do it and and it really hurt like um so I told mom and I was super sad and um and Ebony my best friend sister (laughs) um was ganging up with them I'm like Yeah. So this is a great, great point. So this was a hard um, situation, a hard experience. So did your brain immediately say, oh, they're toxic? Like what? Are they a toxic person? Is this a toxic relationship or is this just something hard? 
happening in a good relationship. And none of that. I my I was just like, why so, and when? Yeah. So it was something hard happening in a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So how can, like, what has been the difference for you to be able to notice if it's a good relationship that's hard or a toxic one? I know I'm putting you on the spot. This is a tough question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, me. Well, I know that they weren't being mean. They weren't laughing at me. They weren't joking, teasing me about how I couldn't catch them, couldn't get high enough. They were flipping me because, <laughs> like, I, I'd try climbing up them or climbing up the tree they put it in, and they just flip me over, and it was... Yeah, so that's an amazing insight. I'm so proud of you that being able to see, okay, um, they're not degrading me. This is a hard situation and this is hurtful to me, but I can go get help. You came to me, we talked about it. Um, but it wasn't like you even then could see they are not saying mean and terrible things about me or trying to make me feel worse as a human. So that's a huge insight. I love that. Another thing that I want to point out is what did you do when, after you and I had talked, what did we go do to help things get better? We just, I mean, first, I'm pretty sure Dad got my scarf from the tree. I'm not sure how that worked out. can't remember. I don't remember how we got the scarf back, but yeah. somehow the scarf came back to you, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, the... So we just went to talk with them, say, this hurt, like, just so I know my boundaries, what hurts for me. Yeah. So you let them know that it hurt. And what did they do? Did they laugh at you? Did they mock you for that? Or did they say sorry? Well, Rihanna, uh, my new aunt, uh, she she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. They they gave me a hug and she called Callan over. Um, yeah, so they. Yeah, they were really nice, huh? And aware of me. Like, even though they had just barely gotten married, she had just barely came into the family. Yeah. Like. And and that was so cool. And I, I loved, too, that you your eyes lit up and you could see, like, even though this was a hard experience, it built your guys' relationship even better because when you told them this hurt, that was real to them. They didn't say, oh, that's silly or that's that you're making a big deal out of nothing or anything like that. They just, they left you, right? And that's another huge thing with toxic relationships is you might not always be able to tell in the beginning for little kids if if it is toxic or not. But I, if you're... I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I I just um I was having such a hard time being like yeah, but I don't want to hurt their feelings, making up all these excuses because I'm like yeah, and that happens so yeah, 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 yeah. I was I'm not sure how young I was, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it happens in adults and everybody where we kind of want to talk ourselves out of it because we're worried, like oh no, what if. What if it hurts some more and I don't want to hurt them and all these things, but 
if as soon as we're able to actually go and talk to somebody um, and have those hard conversations and let them know what hurt us, that makes it, that does two things that allows you to finally see and for the kids to see if it's a toxic relationship or not. Because if it's somebody that actually cares, somebody that sees that hurt and somebody that's willing to adjust things so that they don't hurt you that way again, then you know that that is somebody that's going to be a good relationship. That's a safe person. But if it's somebody that mocks you, pulls you down, pushes you down in any verbal way or uh, physical way, even those ways, that's how you can identify. Those are two ways to identify if it's a toxic relationship. And the other thing that this does though, when you take your boundaries, when you say this hurt, it builds trust in a relationship. It, Emery now knows that she can trust those aunts and uncles even better because they saw her when she was most vulnerable. They were there for her when she was most hurt. And it's only made things better. Even though that was a hard situation, it got better with good relationships, not worse. Right. Mm -hmm. So thanks everybody for coming. Emery, is there any last words that you have? Words of wisdom for all the kids listening? Wisdom. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a word of wisdom, you know that. That's true. Uh, word of wisdom. Uh well, <laughs> yeah. Uh well. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank you everybody for coming. And again, just recap reminder let your kids be able to tell you specifically if they're overwhelmed and they're having a hard day and they can't verbalize what happened. Ask them about specific events, specific names, specific things that were said. And as you do those things, they help they help your child be able to identify what's happening inside of them, how to identify their own world and make their own boundaries. And it also allows them to get out of the overwhelm because they can see maybe what was overwhelming them isn't just not being able to talk about it, not being able to have the words to get it out. So anyways, do those things recognize that toxic relationships are those that are specifically dragging you down and or and or if you go to them and say this is my boundary or this hurt they tear you down and make you feel worse about it but if they don't do that then you can know that there is probably a pretty bright future of having a good healthy safe relationship with that person thank you again for joining us thank you emery for coming it's been so fun to have you and we'll see you all next time Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.